Ladies and gentlemen, yo brother, the VOR has been pulled into the mess, the chicanery of it all. Oh gosh, people have been sending me this all over social media. Uh, the list. Eesh. The list from the ladies and the list from the gentlemen. And really, this is this is really sad. And for me, you know what's sad about it for me? The list, right? The li this is what's sad. We are being duped by social media now. Like, people know, like, in order to go viral, all I got to do is put up some chicanery and everybody's going to respond to it. Right? Uh, where's that list? I'm going to find the list and then I'm going to read from the list, right? Uh, the list that the ladies put out, you know, places where men should not take them on a date, right? Uh, it, it's <laughs> This is what y'all don't understand. The first lady to come out that was in the car that started filming has recently come out and said it was all fake. Do you see? So now we starting to get hit with social media things, videos and clips that go viral that are actually not real yet set up very divisive conversations within black love relations between black men and women. Right. And really, we got to start ignoring stuff. Right. We got to start ignoring stuff. That isn't real. And it's all over the place right now. Everybody's talking about you can't take me to Applebee's. You can't take me to the Cheesecake Factory. You can't. And now the brothers have come out with their list. And remember what I said about that key piece about divisiveness, right? Or divisiveness, right? The brothers list. It's really attacking women. Like, you don't have no daddy. This ain't even about food no more. Now, now it's, you ain't got no daddy? <laughs> You're not worthy of a date. You got promiscuous friends? You're not worthy of a date. Men are, men are starting to go, in an entirely different direction with it. You see? But I will say this. Please understand that a lot of this stuff is contrived. It's made up to get us to respond. In much the same way as Will and Jada. Will and Jada took us all on... <laughs> A roller coaster ride, and now they're never gonna leave each other. <laughs> and here we are taking up the voice of reason's good time.
to talk about if you're cheesecake fact cheesecake factory material or not. <laughs> Determining date worthiness, evaluating compatibility, and the potential investment in a relationship. Can a person's level of emotional baggage or unresolved issues make them undateable? If so, please explain. I want to hear from you guys. Have you dated somebody that's undateable? Have you dated somebody that's unrelatable? 1-800-920-1580. Are there certain relationship goals or expectations that can make someone undateable? If so, what are they? Can a person's ability to compromise and adapt uh, impact their dateability? Why or why not? I think you need to hear that question one more time. Can a person's ability to compromise and adapt impact their dateability? Why or why not? How important is mutual respect in determining someone's dateability? Can a person's level of openness or willingness to try new things or to look at things from a different perspective make them more dateable? Please explain. I want to hear from y'all. Ladies, what, and I don't, I don't believe I'm about to ask this, what eateries are beneath your standards? I don't even believe I'm asking it. What eateries are below your standards? (laughs) Comedy. How important is mutual respect in determining someone's dateability? Right. Can a person's or, or are there specific communication styles or patterns that make someone undateable? How you talk, how you communicate, how you express yourself. Does it make you dateable or unrelatable? one 800 Are you cheesecake factory material? See, I'm from an era where the Cheesecake Factory used to be the spot. That was a very nice, hey, let's go to the Cheesecake Factory. Now it's like, uh, no. What about Olive Garden? (laughs) Is Olive Garden off the the first date list? (laughs) 1-800-920-1580. Can a person's level of... This is a heavy question. Can a person's level of openness. Oh, no, no, I already read that. Uh, Are there. uh, No, I already read that one, too. Can a person's level of emotional, mental and spiritual maturity or ability to effectively handle conflicts or difficult situations in a relationship? affect their dateability, emotional maturity, spiritual maturity, psychological, mental maturity. Does that affect their uh, dateability? 
Does that make them undateable if they don't hit a certain benchmark? How important is emotional and physical intimacy in determining someone's dateability? That's easy. If we're attracted to each other and that's all we're really concerned about, that's easy, right? Mm. Yeah. Here's a big one right here. 1-800-920-1580. This is a non-judgmental discussion. I want to hear everybody's thoughts. Please call in. L.A. It's Thursday, which is my Friday. L.A. You got to show up tonight. Show up and show out. Talk to me, L.A. The number to dial is 1-800-920-1580. Can a person's level of self-awareness or willingness to work on themselves make them more dateable? Please explain. I'm not here to answer questions. I'm here to foster rich discussion. And I want to hear your thoughts on it. If a girl is just beautiful, that's it. Brothers, this is a question for the brothers. If a girl is just frog hair fine, fine as frog hair, does that mean she is she qualifies for the highest level restaurant, the $350 dinner? She fine, boy. I mean, fine, fine. You hear me? Frog hair. Frog baby hair. That's how fine she is. Say her attitude is deplorable. Say the reverse is true. Say the girl might not be uh, Halle Berry or Sally Richardson or uh, Beverly Johnson. You remember how fine Beverly Johnson was? Who was the first auntie on the Fresh Prince? Woo, she was fine. Fine, fine. Right? But say her attitude is horrible. Does she deserve the highest of the high just based on her aesthetic? Is it possible for someone to be undateable due to their religious and or spiritual beliefs? Why or why not? I want to hear from brothers. I want to hear from sisters. Brothers, have you dated? Because the sister in the, in the cheesecake video is an actress, basically. Because it's not real. It's not a real video. It's not real. Right? A lot of these YouTube clips and a lot of these Instagram clips that go viral. A lot of these Snapchat, Snapchat clips that go viral. Not real. They're scenarios that are acted out. And we take the bait. And it becomes a debate in our community. And a lot of the debates that happen that spiral off of these clips are really negative. Are really disparaging towards black men and women. But I want to know. I want to know. Call in. The lady in that cheesecake video came out and said that she was acting. She was acting. Right? But we not acting when we respond. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. Get ready, get ready, get ready. When I come forward, I'm going to these phone lines because they're already cracking. Man, that should have made the Dangerous album. One of those sleeper Michael Jackson tracks that didn't make 
the Dangerous album. So you know the record that uh, Joy, right? That, uh, what is it, Blackstreet Sings? Mike wrote that. That was Michael's record first. These are records that didn't make the Dangerous album produced by Teddy Riley. Heavy record, man. Someone put your hand out. Jeez. I wonder who said, nah, don't put, my playlist is my co-host. The Voice of Reason is back in the building. I'm sorry. Let's get to it. Are you Cheesecake Factory material? Determining date worthiness involves a comprehension of uh, evaluation of various factors that contribute to compatibility investment and investment potential. This show tonight will explore the impact of emotional baggage, relationship goals, compromise, mutual respect, openness, forgiveness, one's ability to heal, communication styles, maturity, intimacy, and self-awareness. On an individual's dateability. By examining these aspects, we can gain insights into what makes someone undateable or more likely to form a, you know, a successful and fulfilling relationship. Now, I'm not going to get into the particulars just yet because the phone lines are already bananas. But I want to hear from y'all. You know, I want to hear your honest opinion. And believe me when I tell you this is not a judgmental space. You can say what you need to say. Just don't use profanity. Right? This is AM radio, terrestrial radio. No profanity whatsoever. Now let's hear your thoughts. Here we go. Mike, Michael from Los Angeles. Get in here. Hello, I'm here. Hello, hello. How are you, good brother? Welcome to the show. What are your thoughts? My thoughts. Um, I'll give you three examples. So I've been with a woman for one year. Um, her, she was totally cool on wherever I took her for a date. There was never any pushback on anything. We've been together for a year. We've been getting along great. Before her, I met a a woman. I guess she had like a blue check by her name, and she was some type of a personality. I met her on Runyon Canyon, and we had a couple of conversations. She was intelligent. I liked her. She seemed to like me. When it came to, when it came time to go on a date, I said I wanted to take her to Post and Beam over there by Lamert Park. Yeah, that's a nice place. And she kind of. Well, she kind of pushed back on that, and she mentioned that she wanted me to take her somewhere that was safe. And I've been hearing this about Lamert Park. I'm not originally from from Los Angeles, but I've been here for seven years. But I've been hearing, you know, like people that don't like to go out across the ten and so on and so forth. So she was one of those persons. And after that, I said, I don't, I don't know how to respond to that. And then when she said the uh, take me someplace safe, that just kind of just blew me up. So I just we just stopped talking after that. So. Just along the lines of the conversation, you have to just judge like your priorities or your integrity or what you believe in. And if the other person doesn't believe in it, just don't mess with them. Like, for example, like when I see a woman, a white or black that has a big, you know, bubble surgery butt or a big bubble lips or, you know, looks like she has a stripper body or like you said, a bunch of tattoos. I know not to talk to her because for one, she's probably going to think I'm corny. 
or I'm not going to have, you know, enough money. She might have this, this, these expectations that we're talking about of spending money and doing this and doing that. And I'm not going to do that. So yeah, you have to just judge your integrity and, and what you want and go from there. But there are a lot of undateable people for a lot of reasons. Like prior to, I'm 50 years old. So I, I used to have a no braids restriction for black women. But I realized when I moved to Los Angeles, like almost every fine black woman has braids in her hair. So I had to drop that real quick because the girl that I've been with for a week, she has, she actually has blue braids in her hair, which, which was an absolutely no, no, but I've dropped that restriction and we've been getting along well. She's beautiful. And I love her. <laughs> so, and as you get older, also you drop a lot of those expectations. Uh, so I'll just cut off right there. Well, wait, Mike. Why? Hold on. I'm I'm intrigued. Why? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> why, why no braids? Braids are like African. They're like cultural. They're, you know. I I think braids for me came in style. And it was really cute when Yo Yo started rocking them back in 1990. <laughs> and I just thought it was a fad that was going to pass by. You know, I grew up in Ohio. And I thought it was going to pass by, and it never did. And to one of your points, like, Felicia Rashad, like, she was like, let's, let's just say she's like a gold, beautiful black standard. Mm-hmm. She's not mixed. She's not light-skinned. She's kind of kind of regular black, but she's a beautiful black woman. Yes. And is. I grew up with women, even though they were, they were wearing wigs and so on and so forth, but they wore wigs of a, like, natural length of hair that was about, you know, kind of neck length, which... Previously, you know, my definition of a beautiful black woman with natural hair, a lot of the times their hair is not going to grow past, you know, below their neck, particularly if they're wow. a regular black. If they're not mixed with anything, their hair, their, their hair is just going to break off at that point if it's natural. So I just like a natural look. So that's why I didn't like braids that, you know, but I had to drop all of that. And I, I, I dropped like I had a restriction of women when they smile, they got the teeth missing in the back, right? I've dropped a whole bunch of that stuff, and I've met a lot of beautiful, intelligent women that I've gotten along with once I dropped the braid restriction, once I dropped the teeth restriction, once I dropped the, the we was restriction in speaking English because I kind of hated that too. But wait, wait, that's Mike, that's- wait, Mike, you cooking right now. <laughs> don't, don't leave. Don't leave. Mike, when we come forward, we going back to L.A. L.A. came in here with a bang. Boy, that drop is so cold. Y'all, L.A., y'all should call in on the drop alone. That voice of reason drop is fire. Welcome back to KBLA Talk 1580. I've come full circle after coming forward. Tonight's topic, are you Cheesecake Factory material? Determining date worthiness. Man, Mike is on here acting a complete fool right now, and I love it. Come on in, Mike. Just just finish your final thought here, man. Wrap it up for us. Jeez. Okay, my final thought is that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a college graduate. I'm a professional. Ever since I was 33 and I was living in New York at the time, especially in New York, you should not take a woman, or especially in like a major city, even Los Angeles, no, you should not take a woman to the Cheesecake Factory or any other commercial restaurant because there are so many little places that are not that expensive that you can take them to and have a nice conversation. 
And then even the first day that you're considering taking a woman on should be based upon the conversation that you have with her. I also had a had a set up a date with a woman. She wouldn't talk to me. She wanted me to just call her the night of the date and take her out. That didn't work neither. So we have to have a conversation. And where I'm going to take you is going to be based on that conversation of, of how you're talking, how you're communicating, how you sound, what you're saying, you know, yeah, what your life is about. Yeah, do you have a dad? Kind of trying to determine your emotional maturity, how we're going to get along, you know, how many children do you have? If if you're a person that's going to date people with children, I dated children from age. I dated women with children in addition to having a child myself from age 19 to age 42. So, like, I don't want to date women with children anymore. And I'm trying to hopefully get married here. You know, I'm, I'm about my player days are over. I'm from a one-woman man. I've been a one-woman man for for seven years. I, I actually had two girlfriends always from 15 to 43. So I'm done with that. But yes, that's my final thought. If, if you're in a major city, do not take a woman to a commercial restaurant, especially after having a nice conversation with her and determining if you really like her. And if you really, really like her, you should take her to someplace nice. If you, de- you decide that you like this woman, take her to someplace nice, whether that's expensive or inexpensive, to try to impress her and get another date. So, That's Mike, Mike, do you know what you just yes. did? What did I just do? You brought Los Angeles in the building. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Do you agree or disagree with Mike's assessment? It's all based on his personal experience. It's all anecdotal. Based on his personal experience, that's what he said. He's not, a, he's not really a Los Angelino. He's not really from here. So no disrespect to Mike. Mike, it's all good. You from Ohio. It, he's not a true Los Angelino. However, he brought up some good points. Do you agree or disagree? 1-800-920-1580. Andy? I think for me, one of the, the biggest takeaways that I took from him that I agree with 100% is that the, the initial conversation matters. Yes. And if you're going to take her out or take whoever out, <clears throat> You should pay attention to at least, or the question should be, what do you like to eat? You know what I'm saying? And then based off of that, you know what I'm saying, you figure something out. I get I get the reason why people ain't rocking with the Cheesecake Factory because people feel like it's too basic. Put some thought into, you know what I'm saying? The- but what if your spirit is basic? <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm with you. you. You know one of the things that make a person undateable for me? Oh, This is what makes a woman undateable for me. Right. The classy ratchet. The clatchet. The external is classy. You'd be like, oh, ah. But if you know all of the hood movements and all of the hood details and uh, you, you understand, you know, the street code, you you know, the codes of where to go, where not to go. You I don't like. Clatchet. I, I like classy. If you classy, be classy. I don't need you to know that. Well, in 1989, the gang truce that I, I uh, uh-uh, I don't, I don't want to know nothing about that. You should know nothing about that, lady. I don't. I, I want you to be a lady. I don't want you to be. You know what? I got connections below Wilshire. I got connections in the 40s. I got connections in the 60s. I got connections in the jungle. I, 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 hey, 
You got connections with who? I I don't want that. Can't she have grown up in the hood though, and have street smarts? Uh, listen, being aware of your environment, love it. But being a philosopher, you know, having a whole deep, you know, like, you know, the whole cultural movement and why and who and, hey, and he's in jail because of, uh-uh, no, <laughs> Clatchet, no, I'm not cool with Clatchet. I'm sorry. 1-800-920-1580. Get to your phone lines. I want to talk to you. Oh, this is going to be good. Sean from Oakland, California. Get in here. Hey, brother. Well, everyone knows, you know, if people are, you know, in the, you know, sadly uh, imprisoned or anything like that. But I think Andy makes a great point because I think sometimes you go with the flow because you don't know where it's going to end up at the end, right? So um, if, if the person you're talking with, where do you want to eat? You know, I mean, where do you want to go? What's up? You know, let's have a conversation. Because I think a lot of times it's like, I'm going to tell you where we're going to go. I'm going to do this. And by the way, A to the M and F and K, homeboy. A to the M and F and K. What? We are in a bad place. The reason why I say that, Cypress Hill, is because we're in a bad place right now because we don't communicate. Mm. I'm not saying that because uh, I do like the song. I like cypress hill and all that i'm saying that because we don't communicate enough with each other and andy just did a beautiful thing where you know hey how about where do you want to go what's up what do you like to eat you know maybe it is the cheesecake factory maybe it is you know uh one of these places i mean it, just be relaxed let your shoulders relax and talk because if you don't communicate people do really bad things you know in the extreme like i just mentioned or you're not going to really you know connect you want to connect and it could just be for six months it could be for two years it could be one year could be for one week but you have an experience you have an experience to build on you have an experience you can learn something about someone else and not think that you have to control the whole damn situation. That's my main thing is don't think you need to control the whole situation. Be aware and, and communicate. Because if you don't communicate, um, not just really bad things can happen, but also you might miss out on someone who's amazing because you're not doing like what Andy said, like, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you. I got my you. My two cents. My two cents. I got you, Sean. I got you. No, yeah. <laughs> I got you, Sean. You know what Look. you just did, right? Absolutely. Oak Town, East Bay. Oak Bay Town, Area, baby. Bay Area, town business. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Are you Cheesecake Factory material? Determining dating worthiness on the VOR. We got a lot to talk about. Hey, let me tell you something. This record in particular, because you know my my co-host, my playlist is my co-host, and my co-host is undefeated, as Attila Phillips just said. 
But that record sounds like if Earth, Wind, and Fire was the Jacksons. Whoo! And then Mike, man, Mike is the Kobe Bryant of singers. Because that's his brother who starts the song off. But the way Mike come in is like, you had no business starting this song. I should have started the song. Mike competes, man. He just came in on fire, right? Goodness gracious, the voice of reason is on fire tonight. The phone lines all over the country, North Carolina, Detroit, Michigan, Denver, Colorado, Long Beach, California. We are on fire tonight because this topic has touched a nerve. So let's get into it. Who's next? Who's been on the longest? Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado. Get in here. First of all, Mr. Williams, let me apologize for calling in tonight on the most ratchet topic. This is of ratchet the week time. Because you yes. had some slappers. Yes. You had slappers all week, but I haven't been in position to call. That's all right. Um, <laughs> but I'm here tonight. Mm-hmm. And this one, woo wee. Again, like we were talking about, I think it was earlier in the week or last week with the whole Will and Jada thing. Like a lot of this stuff is smoke screen and mirrors. We used to watch television for entertainment and because it was television we were able to decipher the difference now that our entertainment is on social media people for some reason have a hard time deciphering reality right and smoke screen and mirrors again right so a lot of these young people and i don't mean to pick on the young people because i always promised myself i would not turn into that elder that picks on the young folk because i hated it when we were the young folk but they're letting social media and reality TV dictate to them how they should live their lives. Mm. They're running around taking pride and saying, well, you know, I'm bougie. So we got to stay here. or I'm bougie. So he got to take me there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, spell it. Spell it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yes, but yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's um, another thing is I, I see a lot of people don't know the difference between when the dating actually starts and when it's just like we're filling each other out. So there's nothing wrong with I love. I live in Denver, so I have a favorite park out here. And when I'm on dating apps and stuff, I like to tell people, meet me, meet me at Wash Park. Let's take a walk around the park. You bring your coffee or, you know, maybe we can go grab some ice cream before and then let's walk around the park because then I'm going to really get a chance to tap in with you and get some good conversation going see the things that you like. You tell me the things you like. I'll tell you things I like. You know, we just have simple conversation. And then we can see if we even want to get to the part where we're going to go on a date. You know what's interesting? Like, uh, my girl, what's interesting is she she never really said uh, we got to go somewhere high-end or special or anything like that. She's into me. So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? She like me. So... At the end of the day, I'd be like, yo, this taco spot over here with these. That's what I'm saying. And she she might not even be like, she's not really into Mexican food like that. But she she tried it because I was like, yo, I think this is fire. Then, you know, we went to some other little place. And then just recently, I took her to some higher end place. Just recently. But not because like. It was a prerequisite, like you got to set the tone. 
I think me mm-hmm. as a man, I set the tone with my presence. And she was into me and my mind and what I think and how I get down. So it didn't really matter where we went to eat. It, was, it wasn't like where we went to eat was uh, indicative of who I was as no. a person, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's how it's supposed to be. We, we supposed to me, like, when, once we get together and start having those conversations, then it's like, oh, man, you told me you like sushi. Let me take you over to this little spot over here. You like steak? Let me take you up here to the hood right. where it's a hole in the wall. But you can get your steak to order any cut that you want. And, and there's a line around the block. Like, let me take you over there. And I'm just going to be you know? honest. No disrespect to my Jamaican brothers. But where is the high-end Jamaican restaurant? Damn near every yeah. Jamaican restaurant be like, you be talking through a window like, hey, man, it's can I get it? <laughs> you understand? You know what? If they made it high end, though, it wouldn't be good no more. It wouldn't be good. <laughs> it, it wouldn't be good. Be good. No <laughs> and, and me and my girl, we, we eat a lot of Jamaican food. So it's not like we tripping. But Callie Soul, you yeah. know you did it, right? You know you did it. What did you do? Yes, sir. I brought Denver into the building. You brought Denver, <laughs> Colorado in the building. If you want to bring your city wherever you are in the nation, call me right now. I want to talk to you. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Let's do it. Let's do it. Stacy, Long Beach, California. Get in here. Good evening. Good evening. How are you? What are you? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Um, I, I haven't dated in a really long time because I've been married for thirteen years. But when I was dating, my first date, I wanted to go Dutch. Oh, because I, I don't know you like that, so I don't want to have to rely on you for transportation. Mm. Um. Or I feel like I have to owe you some, or like I owe you something for paying for my food. I just want to get to know you, mm. and then after we get to know each other a little better, and the comfort level is there, then we can talk about going someplace else. Now I live in Long Beach, so there's nothing but little hole in the wall mom and pop restaurants around here. Mm. Um, but every woman in a long time relationship that I know. Every wife that I know, we don't care where you take it on a first date. Look at that. Just don't care. Look at that. Look at that. See, you you know it. You remind me of my girl. My girl was like, I asked her, like, where? What do you want to eat? What do you like to eat? And she likes a little. I don't even know what kind of restaurant this is. I know it's maybe Asian or something like that. I don't know. I think it's, it's called Jinya. Has anybody ever heard of Jinya? It's a, mm-hmm. it's a spot she goes to. She likes the spot. And I had never been there. So I was like, I'll take you to where you want to go. Now, again, the food is not the centerpiece, man. The two people, Agreed. the two people are the centerpiece. Am I right? Agreed. Okay. So, Agreed. Stacy, you know what you just did, right? I brought in the LBC, baby. LBC up in here. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building, this national conversation is happening. But before we do that, we got to come forward. And when I come forward, I'm going to Houston. I'm going to Detroit. I'm going I'm going to North Carolina. All right? All right. 
Ain't on my playlist. Who is this, Andy? See, you see what Andy? This October London. This ain't the. Wait a minute. Hold on. Nah. Okay. Get him out of here. This ain't what I thought it was. Andy, I need my. I need my spirit right, man. The music. Get. Give me Duran Duran. This is when you was watching Lost Boys, the movie. Take a chance, like dreamers find another way. You don't have to dream it all, just live a day. Don't say Ladies and gentlemen, the B.O.R. is on fire tonight. We're talking about if you're cheesecake factory material determining dating you know dating material and what's very interesting here is, is in the chat in my live chat uh uh a person uh called pisces light uh stepped in and said first date is not at a man's house everybody needs to prioritize safety crazy folks around are around so be wise public establishment where there can be eye contact conversation and break bread that's smart that's very smart and then oh lord and here's another heater pretty brown mimi oh lord pretty brown mimi said black men how come some of y'all ain't frugal when y'all date white women hmm that's what she said. This is non-judgmental space. Everybody's opinion matters. So she's saying, when we date the others instead of the sisters, they say we pull out the bankroll on the situation. Is that true? Somebody call in and share. 1-800-920-1580. Let's get John from North Carolina in here. John, jump in. What's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up, good brother? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Well, the problem I see, and, and I haven't dated in a while. Um, I've been married like 15 years, 14 to be exact. And when I dated back when I was a younger man, and I lived in New Jersey and New York, a lot of times your first couple of encounters with a young lady would be coming off the train or, or, or getting off the bus. You would see, a, like, like Rakim would say, you know, hit them hard high heels tapping on the concrete. 
and you, you turn around, and, and, you know, it's a vision of loveliness standing there in front of you. You got to say something. Mm. And so I think that what happens now is there's a lot of brothers out here that's, that's copying and pasting, dating. Ooh, okay. They, they're not creative. You can't say, sis, look, this is a spot right there. Let's go grab a slice and have a conversation real quick. You got a minute? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, and that constitutes that first, you know, icebreaker moment that opens up the conversation and says, so wait, okay. No, you're saying something. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before you finish that thought, you're saying something really, really powerful. Are you saying many brothers use the restaurant establishment the same way as they use the Gucci belt and the 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 the, the, the sports car? And, and exactly. Are you saying they're trying to compensate for a lack of something, brother? Well, it's, it's, it, they're not reaching down into themselves and expressing a part of themselves to the woman. Mm. So they're going with they're going with what they believe or what they have heard or what they perceive to be value. Mm. So they they doing what they doing what we used to call back in the day back pocket pimping. Back pocket you know. pimping. Come on. So you know they leave with their wallet. They oh let's go to Ruth Chris. Why? Because that's going to elicit the type of response. Mm. You know, I used to work. And um, in New York, and I used to, you know, commute back and forth. And I would meet women coming out of the World Trade Center when it was still up. And I would meet women coming out of, you know, the Empire State Building, you know, downtown Manhattan. It's a million places. So, you know, where you'd be like, listen, let's go to Tavern on the Green and grab a burger. Tavern on the Green is a nice restaurant. Right, 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 right. But it's lunchtime, so you grab a burger. So now you show, okay, he's not trying to take me to McDonald's, but he's also not getting ready to spend you know, creme brulee money on me at lunch. <laughs> creme brulee money at lunch. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, and, you, and your game, you know, if you're trying to write game, you, you got you to gotta see the whole board. Right, right. You know, and a lot of brothers don't see the whole board. Women are dynamic. They're not all cookie-cutter and all cut and paste. And I think that's where this, this conversation kind of started with the Cheesecake Factory as a low bar to, you know, kind of level the playing field for these dudes that's not creative. I love it, brother. I, I love it. My love wife, it. my wife that I've been married to now for 14 years, our first date was at Checkers. Uh, <laughs> checkers? Ain't nothing wrong yeah. with Checkers. Come on. I see He you. wanted some Checkers. So we went to Checkers. Right, right, right. You know? Yeah. But we had commonality because we had things in common. She rode motorcycles, I rode motorcycles. We did things in similar circles. And the problem is dating now is you don't even really know if you have anything in common with these people. You just want a baddie, and the girl wants somebody with big bucks. So y'all trying to jam these two situations together to end up with these, you know, Instagram bay, build a bay moments, and it's just not real. Hey, man, let, let me just say this, man. I appreciate you, brother. You know what you just did, right? Yeah, I brought Asheboro, North Carolina, in the building by way of the Bronx in New Jersey. Whoa, whoa, we appreciate the call. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-158. Let's keep them rolling. Let's keep them rolling. But before I do, Pisces Light is back in the chat talking crazy. She says, "Uh, well, not crazy. This is To me, this is good advice. She says, fellas, ladies like ambience. Uh, it's not about price point. Bistros, tapas lounge, uh, and brunch spots. 
Uh, that's, that's what she said. And she also says Ruth Chris is a chain restaurant. It's the new Red Lobster. She said, uh, <laughs> lunch dates are fire. Uh, apparently she has great knowledge of lunch dates and all of the restaurants. Uh, she's, she's dropping science here. Uh, she says Cheesecake Factory has delicious brunch, lunch, and dinner options on their menu. Uh, she says working class people go to the Cheesecake Factory and it has nice ambience. That's what's being laid out. Sounds like uh, a sister in the chat doesn't have a problem with the Cheesecake Factory. This is getting deep up in here. Let's keep these callers rolling. I'm going to keep them coming. Monique, Detroit, Michigan, get in here. Hey, Zoe, what's going on? What's happening? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Well, one, I agree with um, the safety part. Usually when you go on a first date, I all, when I could see, I would always make sure I could drive and do those type of things. But number two, I feel a lot of women will miss out on a good and a decent guy because you judge him on taking you to somewhere like the Cheesecake Factory. As you know, I'm in a long-distance relationship. The first time he brought me, he lived in the suburbs of Cleveland. We literally, because where he lived, went across the street to a nice little lounge and had fried zucchini. Mm. And that I was okay with that because I didn't tell him where I wanted to go. I just liked being around him. And, you know, and I was like, okay, let's see. You know, we were able to talk, get to know each other, things like that. And then the next day, he took, like the girl said, Ruth Chris is the next Red Lobster, but he took me to, I think it's Bone Grill Fish or something. That's what like I was that. saying. That's what I was saying. Pisces Light in my chat room, she's really dropping some science. I'm telling you, she's in here on fire cooking. Go ahead, finish. And, she's, and then I was just saying, you know, so the second day was a chain place. And I'm like this, literally the Cheesecake Factory was across from his house. And I was like, go get me some cheesecake. You know, after the day. So what was wrong with that? I think the young lady, first of all, I would never have embarrassed him, even if I felt that's where he should not have taken me. It may not be that he's basic. Maybe he just doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't have experience in dating. And you're going to miss out on somebody good and decent because they didn't take you to a so-called high-end restaurant. And I tend to sometimes in the beginning of the relationship pay for one of those meals. Because I don't want anyone to think, oh, I'm just in it for, you know, what you have, what you have. And a lot of these women out here, they want to date someone that has money. I can already tell that they don't know how to date someone with money. Wow. And they don't know what comes along. They don't know what goes along with that. Whoa. Okay. Monique. I was going to say, maybe he took you to the Cheesecake Factory to see how you would act. Ooh. And don't forget they said she was late. You have to go. I mean, if you're on a date, you have to present yourself in a, a certain manner also. Ooh. Why would you be late? He, he made reservations. So men, men are out there doing test dates. Let me take her over. To, <laughs> let me take her over to the fruit stand at the 76 gas station to see how she go. At. Come on. I love it. I'm serious. I mean, I know I know this because I worked in a male generate male generated um you know, feel, and they talk, and they say they do things like that. I just want to see how she acts, because, you know, I don't let her know I got the bins in the garage or whatever. Right. And a lot of women are missing out on, I guess, what they want. 
to see is not always money, but you could really miss out on somebody good and decent and how someone's going to treat you well. And then you running around talking about you don't want to go to a commercial restaurant. Wow. Monique, guess what you just did? I bought the D in the house. The D oh, is in the go, house. <laughs> before you go, I got to tell you, if you're ever in the Snellville, Georgia area, you want a high-end Jamaican restaurant. My sister lives a crowd of quarter from Escovitch. I think that's how you say it. Escovitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm with you. Let's do it. We appreciate the call. Oh. You brought your city in the building. If you want to join this national conversation, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Attila, Houston, Texas. Get in here. Uncle Zoe, what's up? What's up? <laughs> How are you? I'm good. What do you think about despite tonight's topic? Despite the car stuff. Huh? Oh, the car, man. Despite the car stuff. Yeah, the car messed me up today, man. It's ah. all good. It's all good. We live to fight another day. You good. But um, so real quick, um, I think this goes back to people, again, attracting what they are. Low-level consciousness attracting low-level consciousness again. Uh, you know, we want the stage to be set in these dates so that we can do our acting. That's all this is. As far as I'm concerned, coffee dates are fine. I mean, you know, I'm not afraid of a little bit of silence, a little bit of observance in the middle of a date, right? But if you are somebody who's trying to finesse, it's going to be a problem. Did you say trying to sniff? <laughs> Finesse. Oh, finesse. finesse. <laughs> what in the yeah. world? So let me ask you. <laughs> let me let finesse. me ask you. What are the three things, the the top three things that men get wrong on the first date? Ooh. I would say leading with their wallet, number one. Number two, not being present. So if you're in your phone, that's that's not a very good date. Um, and number three not really, again, taking that time to observe and ask questions about the woman that they're with beyond what she looks like, you know, attractive-wise. Mm. Mm. What are the top three things women get wrong on the date? Mm -hmm. um, I think <laughs> a lot of times we're too caught up in the ambiance. And we don't pay attention to the men we're sitting across from either. I mean, if it's like, oh, he's fine, you know, like that, that right there will derail all the things that you probably are supposed to see about that person off jump, just off rip. Um, second thing I think we make the mistake in doing is not really being um, open. Mm. And so I think we tend to be a lot more closed because we have this picture of what it is that we think the date or relationship or whatever should be like. And again, we're just not paying attention to the person that's right in front of us. Um, and then the third thing I think would be you just, how do I say this? Some of us do not have decorum. Decorum. Wow. Um, yeah, we don't. What about the meal hunters? You <laughs> know you don't like this, dude. <laughs> Come right. on, just tell the truth. What about the free meal hunters? You know you don't well, like well, 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 them. Just talk to me yeah. about the free meal hunter. Yeah, I mean, I've I've known some some women to do that. Um, I mean, what I find with the low level meal hunters is that they're typically in a bad spot or a low spot in their own lives, particularly in regards mm -hmm. to relationships. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, I see it as almost like a get back. Like they feel like, well, you know, whatever didn't work out didn't go well. So let me just finesse this dude for. A meal, And I mean, it really is sad um, at the end of the day because you really should be focusing on 
healing in yourself, you probably should not be dating at all. But of course, that's not the point. The whole point is to get. So again, that low vibration is just going to attract another low vibration. Guess what you just did? I brought Houston in the building. Houston, Texas is in the building, man. We on fire completely. When I come forward, we got two more cities to cover. But if you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Hell of a topic tonight. I'm on fire. You're on fire. The conversation is fire. KBLA is fire. Jacksonville, Florida, and Indianapolis up next. Man. <laughs> My playlist is out of control tonight. The voice of reason. See, I could do this without little clips and videos and but I do that because I I want to reinforce the point that I'm trying to make, but because we're having such a fun topic tonight, uh, you know, mainly anecdotal. People are giving their perspectives and opinions on what makes, you know, a cheesecake factory date suitable, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, that's a heavy record. I love it. That's Mary J. Blige. But let me tell you what we played so far. We played Michael Jackson. Someone put put your put your hand out. Great record that was left off of the Dangerous album. Uh, we played I Want You, October London. We played The Jacksons, Can You Feel It? We played Duran Duran, Save a Prayer. And that was I'm the Only One, Mary J. Blige. Now back to the meat of the topic. Are there specific qualities or traits that make someone universally dateable regardless of cultural or societal norms? Can a person's emotional availability or maturity affect their dateability? Please explain. How important is communication skills in determining someone's dateability? Uh, what makes someone unrelatable on a date? Right. I, I want to. I'm asking these questions because I want you guys to call in and share your dating experiences and what you tolerate and what you wouldn't. Uh, can a person's hobbies or interests impact their dateability? If so, why? Right? What makes a person... No, no, no. I already gave you that one. Can a person... Well, I already gave you that one, too. Did I run through all my questions? Apparently so. Well, if that's the case, let's get these callers back in here. We got Indianapolis in the building. Oh, Lord. Ronan... Oh, my God. Get ready for the quips and the euphemisms and the linguistic <laughs> sleight of hand, ladies and gentlemen. Ronan from Indianapolis. Here Brothers we go. family. What's going on? <laughs> All right. What makes somebody Cheesecake Factory material? <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, like, with the date, it's cool. I mean, you got to factor in, are they worth your time? Are they housebroken? Yeah. <laughs> And that, what is their reading comprehension skill? Because I've taken somebody out and they were stumbling over simple words as far as the menu, which was embarrassing. Um, again, it's like, is her personality ashy? You have it, to look at those things. Wait, there's two things. Is her personality ashy? That's number one. You got to yeah. explain, is her personality ashy? And then the other thing you got to explain is, is she housebroken? What does that mean? 
Well, the thing is, like, when I say housebroken, like, my main thing is, like, deal breaker is how she treats the uh, people in the service industry. Mm. If she makes a big deal out of, of nothing, it's only going to be magnified 10 or 100, 100 fold dealing with you. Mm. Then if you're going out to be just to be seen, you could tell because her conversation is bland. You know, there's no depth to her. If she's not, if she's about as deep as a shot glass, a shot glass, then you know, it's not going to go anywhere. <laughs> Ronan is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and the other thing is like when we we go on a date, I look at the level of chemistry. Like if we're really into each other, the, the place, you know, that's just a testing ground to see how you know engaging that person is. Because if I already made that investment and it's worth it, we ain't have to worry about the other place because I'm going to invest more time to make sure we go somewhere better because I'm more invested in what this person's about. Not, you know, making sure she's fed because, you know, bridge is empty or her stomach is scraping her back. She has more sound intentions about going out and she's showing it. But you know, some don't even know the difference between actual courting versus looking for a sponsor. Okay, Ronan, stay with me. Stay with me because I, <laughs> I need a little bit more of what Ronan is laying down. Listen, before I go forward, just Ronan, just stay yeah. with me, brother. Uh, Pisces, Pisces Light is back in the chat room. She says, uh, if the establishment has a filthy bathroom, then it may not be a good first date spot. Hold tight. Hey, I got to go forward. But when I come forward, I'm coming back to Indianapolis. The VOR is on complete fire tonight once again. Wrapping up the week with you. Cheesecake Factory material determining date worthiness on the VOR. If you're just tuning in, man, just a quick recap. Listen, somebody came out with a list. Young ladies came out with a list of all the places that uh, that is not suitable, uh, that are not suitable for a first date. And then men responded with their list of things that women can't be in order to get a first date. Very heavy and divisive stuff out there in our community and we wanted to do a topic tonight to kind of address just exactly what is Cheesecake Factory material. And how do you determine the worthiness of somebody to go on a date? And it's been a very interesting topic and conversation. Pisces Light has taken over the uh, chat room with some really pointed comments. I feel like she's talking to me. <laughs> She said, give your woman a reason to put on a bad A.S. dress and cute heels for you. Don't let her cousin's wedding be the one reason in the calendar year to look cute for an occasion. Great point. I, I can't I can't really argue that. That's a great point. What are your thoughts? Call me, call me, call me. What are your thoughts? We got Ronan in here. Let's get Ronan's final thought on this. <laughs> hey, is she wrong? No. Do brothers give sisters a reason to glamify and to show off and to, you know? Yeah, I mean, isn't that what it's about sometimes? In a way, I mean, it's like uh, it's about your presentation as a guy and, and a woman. Like, um, she's, you know... Assessing your ability to lead, how you carry yourself. Um, if he has sense, he's trying to assess his her placement in his life. You know, so if she's solid, 
he can take her further to different places and not just to eat, but elsewhere. But if all you're doing is <laughs> looking for a, a date to eat something because you have nothing in your fridge, then that's your business. <laughs> Ronan, <laughs> guess what you just did? Brought Indianapolis to the building. <laughs> Naptown is in the building because of my brother Ronan. Listen, if you want to bring your city in the building and join this this riveting conversation, please just call me and let me know. Let's make it move quick. Mimi, Jacksonville, Florida, get in here. Hey, though, I don't even know what to say, but I'm going to say this. I'm all over. I have so many thoughts. I have so many thoughts. I love cheesecake, <laughs> and I love lobster. I have been to Red Lobster and Applebee's and Chili's and Ruby Tuesdays and all those places, so I love that. I'm not a snob. I'm not bougie, sadiddy, or any of that. So I am open to most places, but I'm not going to your house on the first date or McDonald's. I'm sorry we're not 13 anymore, so we can come up a little bit. That's what Pisces, Pisces Light said that, too. She said that in the chat. Like, what are we doing? <laughs> I mean, we have grown men that are like 40, 50-something years old talking about, let's go to Popeye's. What? Popeye's? I love Popeye's. I love Popeye's. Wait, hold on. You, you done offended I, somebody in, this, <laughs> in the studio. He, he is offended, and he wants to defend his favorite chicken franchise. <laughs> Andy, get in here. Actually, right now, it's Pollo Campero, but shout out to Popeyes. But what's wrong with Popeyes? Especially, you know, I'm not, I'm not about to roll the red carpet on the first date. I'm sorry. You feel me? I got I got to test the waters a little bit. So we're going to have some fried chicken. You know you love you some chicken. And then, you know what I'm saying? If everything goes well, then maybe, you know what I'm saying, we upgrade. Are you going to ask for sex at the end of the evening, Andy? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see how the conversation goes. No, what she's saying <laughs> is, this, it, listen, you can't pay for sex with chicken. That's what she's saying. <laughs> You're not gonna get sex with Popeyes. That's what I'm saying. Unless we're established, we're a couple already. Things are rolling, but on the first date, come on. You know, regardless of whether it's high end or low end, men, y'all are gonna ask for sex. Regardless, it can be the most expensive place or the hole in the wall. You know, y'all are gonna ask for it. Let's not even pretend. You judging though? You're not gonna ask for sex. After, you know, maybe after the conversation is going, if the conversation is going well, then maybe I'm like, you know what, I'm feeling you. Let me take you yeah. out to something a little yeah. bit maybe more upscale with the nice ambiance. Then I'm going to ask for sex. So oh. that means yes, basically. You're going to ask for sex. Just say it, Andy. Just say it. This is the craziest show. This is the craziest voice of reason ever. <laughs> Normally, we all philosophical and deep and, and chanting. We got Deepak Chopra in the background, Krishnamurti quotes flying all over the place. Tonight is chicken for sex bartering. I, I don't know what happened tonight, but I no, love no, it. Um, no, I mean, he's going to ask for sex. I mean, let's just say it already. You know you are. You're, you're guys, and that's what y'all do, generally speaking. Yeah, and we either say yes or no. Look. As soon as we approach you, as soon as we say hello, you should already know that we want sex. Whether it's Popeyes, whether it's Ruth Chris, whether it's, what is that, Mastro's, whether it's Noble, whether it's McDonald's, off the rip, you should already know that okay, we want then. sex. 
Well, don't take me to Popeye's then. You have a better chance. Uh, Mimi, you know what you just did, right? (laughs) (laughs) I brought... Oh, gosh. I made myself look crazy. That's what I just did. That's what you did. You brought Jacksonville, Florida in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. This was good. This was good. Do you know how much sex is had after people leave church and go to church's chicken? Eat they chicken and go home for some Sunday loving. You eat that fried okra and the mashed potatoes, and you know they got them special honey biscuits. Come on! Ain't nothing left but loving after that. I'm, okay, I, I've had it. Let me get my callers in here. Hey, Ghetto Gourmet, Battle Creek, Michigan. Get in here! Peace and love, though, Andy. Uh, family in the chat. Listen, from this point on, um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, let's let's just call it down the middle. Let's call it down the middle. Date. Date is an acronym. D period, A period, T period, E period. That means Richard at the end. Let's just cut straight through it. Wait, 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 wait. That want- means what? Well, I can't say the D word on terrestrial radio. Oh. It means Richard at the end. That means we're going on this date because men are expecting, and not just men. Let me just correct that. It's it's Richard at the end. I get it. Because, listen, ladies, every day of your life, once you become uh, uh, post-pubescent, Every compliment subconsciously from a man and from some women, every compliment, oh, you smell good. Do you know what uh, subconsciously that means? You want some Richard? At the end. <laughs> whether, what, whether, whether they married it or whether they married or not. Mm-hmm. Every compliment is, do you want some Richard at the end? So listen, listen if, if you're going to do what uh, Zoe Williams called, being a passive aggressive prostitute or a relationship mercenary, name your price up front because you know within seven to eleven seconds of visually analyzing me if you want to have sex with me. Pisces, Let's just cut out all, all Pi- the BS. Pisces light is in the chat room. She said that's a dusty mentality. Well, it is a natural instinct in men and women. Cause you, what you can't. Well, okay. My quote that I put it in the chat says, you know, we belabor for time. Listen, if you are oblivious to the DSM five, as it relates to attachment go. disorders and illnesses. Yeah, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Where, where it relates to parents, past relationships, etc. If you and I'm learning this now because listen, I don't have all of my stuff together. I got shadow work to do. I'm a work in progress. Listen, you need to ask the questions up front. Okay, uh, what was your relationship with your mother and your father? I've learned this now on my way to the grave. I got one foot in. Yeah, find that out. So you're like, you know what? No, I'm not about to waste waste my my uh, resources or my time. And and nowadays in this sick society, it ain't even hard to tell because you can tell who's looking for somebody uh, for the night. Or somebody that's right. I got you. And it's a whole lot of somebody tonight. So listen, let's just cut to the chase. Let's stop fronting like it don't even matter. Because 
I'm a chef, and I'm not a chef. I'm a cook. Mm-hmm. I can cook you a steak better than Ruth Chris. Uh-oh. And for a Uh-oh. quarter of the price. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Listen, I'm, I'm creative. I can be romantic, all of that. But no, if you look at, if you, come on, hallelujah, yes. hallelujah. Turn hallelujah. to your neighbor and say, the ghetto gourmet, if it's just okay, it's not the ghetto gourmet. <laughs> That's my slogan. Absolutely. You, the entitlement attitude with, with men and women is crazy. It's crazy. That chick from, uh, from um, the, uh, I look like this and you don't take me to a chain. If you don't take many seats, my sister, <laughs> my if you don't take many seats, you should be grateful that somebody is willing to, to, to spend on you. Oh, wow. And at every, every date that uh, a stranger, you, you trust me enough for me to pick you up. At your house, I know your address. Well, well, wait, let me just say, brother, don't don't beat them up now. That we don't no, want no. we don't want to beat them up. Not at all. Because because but if you trust the, me up to spin, because the flip side is somebody called you a skillet pimp because you can cook. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I have more tools in my repertoire. I am a, a Jedi. <laughs> so listen, now you just better be glad that I'm using my skills for good. And not on the dark side. Peace and love to the family of nations. Let's get out of here and call this nonsense out. Wait, wait, you wait. You going to give it up wait, or you wait? Wait, 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 brother. What did you mm-hmm. just do? Brought Battle Creek, Michigan, the serial city, capital of the world. There you go. In the building. I don't know if it's the Honest. capital, but it is Battle Creek, Michigan. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. The phone lines have been absolutely bonkers all show long. When I come forward, I'm going back to Michigan, but this time we're going to Detroit. Man, that playlist. <laughs> When's the last time you had a little Spandau Ballet? Voice of Reason has been on complete fire. Let me get my final caller in here tonight. D from Detroit. Get in here. Hello, how you doing? What's happening? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Um, I was going to say that if they take me to the Cheesecake Factory, they must don't want none because they have my stomach boiling. <laughs> so, and, and if they start talking about sex domination, then I'm going to know that you might as well speak a little bit more about financial means and men don't like to talk about financial um, stability a lot. Mm. So we could talk about anything. If you're talking about sex, we could talk about your social security number. We can talk about everything. Wow. This is heavy. (laughs) (laughs) She said during sex, we can talk about anything. Okay, I hear you, but you are my final call of the night. Again, what did you just do? Bring Detroit in the house. Detroit is in the building. We appreciate the call. Tonight has been absolutely stellar. I love it, but I got some points to cover here. I do. I do. A person's emotional level or a person's level of emotional baggage or unresolved issues can indeed make them undateable. 
Emotional baggage often manifests as trust issues, insecurities, or an inability to form healthy connections. Unresolved issues can hinder emotional stability and create challenges in establishing a strong foundation for a relationship. It is crucial for individuals to address and heal their emotional wounds before embarking upon a new relationship, i.e. going on a date. You don't even need to be out there if you're still dealing with that. I'm just going to be honest. I'm, I'm sorry. Yes, certain relationship goals or expectations can make someone undateable. Unrealistic expectations such as seeking perfection or expecting a partner to fulfill all of your needs can create an unhealthy dynamic. Additionally, Incompatible relationship goals, such as desiring marriage while the other person seeks casual dating, can lead to fundamental conflicts and make some people undateable. It's essential for individuals to align their relationship goals and expectations with a potential partner. Um, again, uh, an individual's ability uh, to compromise and adapt significantly impacts their dateability. Relationships require a balance of give and take. Give and take, give and take, give and take, give and take. It's a balance. Sometimes I'm giving more, sometimes you're giving less. Sometimes you're giving more, sometimes I'm giving less. But we have to strike a balance of give and take. That is so heavy. A person who is rigid and or unwilling to adapt may struggle to navigate the challenges and compromises necessary for a successful relationship. Flexibility and adaptability are key traits that contribute to dateability, right? Mutual respect is paramount in determining someone's dateability. I don't know if y'all listening to this now. Mutual respect is paramount in determining someone's dateability. Respect forms the foundation of any healthy relationship. It allows us to foster trust, a deeper understanding, and equality. Without mutual respect, conflicts will most definitely arise. Communication will break down and the relationship becomes unsustainable. Individuals who prioritize and demonstrate mutual respect are more likely to form la long-lasting relationships. Ah, uh, man, yeah, a person's uh, uh, openness, right? Being open, a person's uh, level of openness and willingness to try new things can make them more dateable. Openness allows for growth, exploration, and shared experiences. It demonstrates a willingness to step out of one's comfort zone, fostering a deeper connection and creating opportunities for personal and relational development. Being open-minded and receptive to new experiences makes one a little bit more dateable. Anyway, we tapped on it. I started the conversation. You finish it. But I will admonish you with this. Stop buying into the viral YouTube moments that are clearly acting and contrived. I shouldn't have had to do a whole show on this. But... I did it, and it was fun. I appreciate everybody for calling in. Thank you, L.A., for showing up. Up next, the fire shall continue. You already know who it is. It's RSVP with Jill Monroe. I'll see y'all next week. Deuces.